versus Extreme. I'm Marcus Driscoll, and I have holes in my ears. I'm Tommy. Thanks for listening. And I'm Tim, and I stole from my mom's purse. Now, okay, you guys went in two very different directions. Tommy, we haven't started the podcast yet. Yeah, Marcus, it's setting up for a bit at the end of the podcast. Okay. <laughs> I'm, in- I'm interested to see this payoff. Yeah. And uh, Binky. Yes. Uh, what a deep cut to the Fairly Odd Parents. <laughs> what are you talking about? That is a very deep cut reference. <laughs> yeah, it really was. <laughs> All you guys who uh, got the reference on the first listen, congratulations, you're true fans. All of you who didn't, um, better luck next time. Do you guys want to just jump right into it, or do you have oh, anything yeah, else got, to say? We've got some fucking bangers this week. Oh yeah, we do. Well, All right. don't talk it up too much. Let's get into <laughs> we it. We don't want to like, you know, <laughs> go on guys. <laughs> We don't want people thinking we have a good podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got to keep them wanting more, you know? Binky, give us the subby. Okay, 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 okay. This one comes uh, from at Bad Disco Duck. Thank you, at Bad Disco Duck. Uh, and, you know, we have a pretty wholesome one to start you guys off with. It is Composite Will Smith versus Composite The Rock. That is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, who would be a more respectable prom date? And to the uninitiated, Composite means that in all of their... Um, media appearances like in their movies or tv shows or whatever it's like all of that combined do they have powers of their like characters they voice acted yeah that's what we've been okay. yeah. that's what we've been yeah. doing that's, before. that's what i figured Just um, to yeah. double check who are you guys thinking who are you going for i don't think that there's a very clear winner here yeah i think <sighs> see in my head i feel like they would both be pretty bad like unrespectable prom dates like composite versions yeah like because, yeah. like, Will Smith and Fresh Prince was... A fuck? Pretty, yeah, pretty um problematic, to say yeah. the least. Yeah. Not that he was a fuck, but more so... He did so learn a like, lot of lessons. Yeah. So are we taking beginning Fresh Prince or end Fresh Prince I after think... he's learned all his lessons? Oh, yeah, Ooh. I think end. I guess it would be, like, end. Yeah. Okay. Um, or he gets his black belt and moral jutsu from Uncle Phil. So we, yeah. we have two ways we can go with this. We either... Like, they either... It's it's a test to see who has just the worst personality that drags them down the farthest. Yeah. Or who has the best personality that drags them up the highest. Ooh. Okay, but also you have to think about the fact that Will Smith was in Men in Black, and those suits are fucking nice. So I feel like yeah, that would he, up the respectability. But Will, you know. Will Smith also played the Hancock. same character from. Well, yeah, he played Hancock. Oh, he God. also played. He was also in Hitch, but in Men in Black, he was essentially still. Will from the Fresh Prince, <laughs> like it's is is essentially the same character. That is true. Um, the Rock is uh, Maui from The Rock is Maui. Yeah. The Rock also okay. I feel like we should include The Rock's persona in his wrestling career for this. Oh yeah, oh, absolutely. My God. I was yes. thinking the same thing. Also, he was in the movie Daddy Daycare. Uh, Daddy no, no. Not Daddy Daycare. <laughs> Daddy Ballerino. Daddy... What was it? I can't. I can't remember. It was the movie where... Daddy Dunkaroo. No, no. It's nothing daddy. Uh, it was the movie where he had, like, a daughter he didn't know about or something. And, like, oh, she came yeah, and she was yeah. ballet. And then he, like, he's famous football player guy. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, the Tooth Fairy. No. Wait. No, I think he was in the Tooth Fairy. He, he was the Tooth Fairy. Yeah, in the he tooth was. Fairy. The t- oh. I think that's what you're thinking, dude. Uh, that's not what I'm thinking at all. Um, um, I think that's what he's you're thinking. He's Hobbs from the Fast and the Furious. He's Hobbs Hob- from Hob. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. So he is in the Fast and the Furious. Uh, he's Hobbs from Calvin and Hobbs. Yeah, that you got it in one. Um, uh, no, Hob is a video game. Oh, okay. Apparently, none of you guys know about it. No, I know about Hob. <laughs> okay. Oh, that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Not that one. Yeah, that was just a hop, skip, and a jump for a bit. A hob, skip, and a jump. Oh, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> anyway, um. I feel like I want to say The Rock is gonna take it. Yeah, me too. But very, that's very a, it's slightly. a soft one. There's no winners here. Yeah, because the thing about it is, is that if a fucking wrestler, okay, I'm imagining this: someone is taking my child out on a date. You know, a prom date, nonetheless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This motherfucker comes in to get with my son, daughter, or somewhere in between. And they're trying to take him out. I'm just like, are you gonna like, I don't know, I don't know any wrestling moves that they might do on my <laughs> suplex. Are you gonna suplex my child in the middle of the dance floor? <laughs> RKO my kid. See, okay, yeah. so if they came up to if they came to pick up my kid 
and Will Smith came, I'd be like, oh, shit. And even though I respect Will Smith's work, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I love um, Will Smith's work. I would be like, oh, <gasps> fuck. But oh, if The Rock God. came, I'd be like, huh, that's a get. No, okay. <laughs> no I've got it. Will Smith is just Will Smith because he has his YouTube channel. And he's just Will Smith in that. Does YouTube yeah. count? It's media, and he's in yeah, it. It is composite. I guess. Yeah, yeah. He's just Will Smith. He could be. He's just, just Will Smith with all the powers of his cool guys. But he's also a, a giant, huh? I mean, he has a lot of money, and like that's predominantly what a lot of his YouTube channel is about. Is like, look at all this cool shit I can do. That's like crazy yeah. because I have a lot of money, and also I get to meet all my fans. I but can like, respect that. I'm gonna take the Rock. I'm taking the Rock. Okay, I don't know. I take it back because if I see the Rock coming at my potential child, I'm just like, dude, you're too big. You're too massive. <laughs> You're too yeah, fucking massive. My, 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 my son or daughter or someone in between is going to walk down the aisle and you're going to fucking like overshadow them. Like everybody's going to be staring at your rippling muscles. Right. And they're not even going to know my child's there. You're, you guys are pretending that The Rock wouldn't f- isn't so emotionally vulnerable as to fall so deeply in love to get rid of his <laughs> massive muscles so that he wouldn't overshadow you. Which... Yes. which Persona of the Rock are you drawing from in his yeah, composite which one would sources? Do that? His WWE. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, okay, hold okay. on. The dude he plays in the one where he has a secret daughter. Uh, what was that movie called? Cool Runnings. No, hold on. I'm going to do some quick <laughs> Google It's going to be the Tooth Fairy. He showed up in Hannah Montana as himself. Oh, Hell. yeah, he did, didn't he? <laughs> He's in a lot of car movies. I guess they're all just Fast and Furious movies, but... It's because he's half car. Yeah. <laughs> Look at his fucking build, dude. <laughs> That's true. He's a hard body, all right. Ba-dum-bum, ba-dum-bum. <laughs> he is a Transformer. He's In one of the movies, he plays Cliff Jumper. Oh, okay. Uh, that means nothing to me. The game plan. It was the game plan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He had such a soft heart by the end of it. I remember in the end, like, his daughter was, like, allergic to nuts or something, and he, like, had to run her to the, like, the hospital, which was, like, 26 miles away, and he ran the whole way because he's a famous football guy, and then it was so heartwarming. Oh, yeah! Holy shit! Yeah. I he, know what He, like, fell in now. love with the ballet instructor. Um, okay. I haven't seen that movie, but I'll take your word. I haven't either. Yeah, yeah. That sounds kind of garbage, Binky. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> what the hell? It was okay. so sweet! Is, it there, was one of the- is there any of Will Smith's component characters that could beat that level of sentimentality no unless it's um uh fuck dude i don't the know pursuit of fuck, happiness, he's dead shot in suicide oh, squad that's no, the, pre- <laughs> the pursuit of happiness will smith and and seven pounds oh fuck i don't know seven pounds that that's a pretty heart-wrenching movie um also that one scene in will smith or in the fresh prince where <laughs> will smith yeah the where, TV show. where will smith's dad leaves him again he's like i don't need him and uncle phil like gives him a hug you know yeah oh my god that shit hurt so bad yeah that dude. shit hurted I'm. I think I'm gonna take Will Smith just because Will Smith is not like some massive motherfucker who I feel like is gonna accidentally break my fucking child's hand, just like holding it when they're walking to prom. You know, I feel like I feel like uh, the Rock gets into a limo. The driver can't drive properly because like his muscles are too big. <laughs> yeah. If if both of these if both of these people came to me and submitted their resumes to take my daughter to prom uh and i looked through will smith's and i saw his acting range and his level of um like emotional depth right and then i saw the rocks like long history of wrestling yeah and i started going through like potential scenarios of like things that could happen at prom and like maybe the uber driver's like slow and he gets into a fight with my daughter's like prom date i think like like will smith would handle it in a very suave and cool manner, he'd like make mm-hmm. friends with the Uber mm-hmm. driver, and they'd be mm-hmm. laughing by the time yeah, they get to yeah, prom. Yeah, I feel like The Rock would just deck the guy, and then they would all spend the night in jail. Oh, yeah. The Rock wouldn't do that, dude. But he's a wrestler. Like his 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 mind is going to circumvent. Like you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Will Smith too. And you know why? Why? I want The Rock to myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can take you can take okay. my daughter to prom. But you are sitting here You're with me. Right. <laughs> and we're talking about Boy's Night In. Oh, yeah. no, you know, Boy apostrophe S night. Tommy, you got another one for us. Another one? This is my first. 
Well, I mean, another, this is... I sure hope it wouldn't be, because this is episode 18, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Every episode's a new beginning, Marcus. Come on. All right, let's get the sentimental shit out of here. In the words of the Beatles, tomorrow never knows. So, this Reddit question is submitted to us by Bob Shigglegrass. Good Um, name, good name. Yeah. Um, And I just want you guys... To go on a mind journey with me. Oh, every okay. time. Every, every time. time. Um, you close your eyes. Kay. All right. You're you're there with me. Yep. All right. It's day three on the road trip, and Fred has refused to stop at the bathroom at all. Which who, who's Fred? Who's who the fuck is Fred? And Daphne will not oh, stop no. changing the radio station to oh Radio Disney. Radio Radio Disney. Atlanta's alternative. (laughs) She changes it to NPR, but like only when they're doing like the really boring segments of NPR and not the really interesting There are no real boring sections in NPR. Performance today. Yeah, it's all those. And then she'll like, and then when it's not that, she'll change it to static and will not listen to anybody to change it to any kind of music. Everybody's just having the worst time. The air conditioner went out like two days ago and like nobody has the money to pay for a new one. But it's it's the summer, it's the road trip, and you guys are holding on to that. And you finally get to the lake. There's no ghosts, no zombies, no Frankensteins, no real estate moguls. It's just you and the boys and the gals, the lake with the dog. And you all get out and you set up the tent. <laughs> and that night, you're out camping and like the, the light from the campfire shining off the surface of the lake. And then far across the other edge of the lake the camera begins to zoom in and zoom and zoom. And then there's this little pinprick of light that is reflecting off of the faint light of the campfire. And you see a hockey mask and Jason Voorhees is there. No, no. Can the mystery gang survive and take down Jason Voorhees? Yes. I would say no. I would say no as well. Marcus? You guys are fools. <laughs> How many? No, I'm, I'm willing to be convinced. I'm on mm-hmm. the fence. How many episodes of Scooby-Doo are there? Many. Up Upwards of at least 300. Mm-hmm. Sure. How many times have any of them gotten killed? Uh, never. Exactly. They've never gone <laughs> up against murderers. Well? Yeah, like, all the, like, all the monster they fight usually just, like, try to scare people away. Because, like, also none of the mysteries they ever investigate involve, like, deaths right yeah they don't well, usually involve people dying there was that one guy who was running around the theme park with a big gun oh you talking about big oh guns is that from uh, scooby-doo and the hostage negotiation yep huh sure is yeah when Man. they are when they're talking to gun gunface and he's just like i'm gonna fucking kill all these people if you don't give me your damn dog and scooby goes raggy raggy Raggy, respect the run round. Raggy, let me go. Raggy, let me go. Like, gee, Scoob, we don't need another hero. Raggy, someone's gotta. Riff not me, then who? Riff not Ral, then win. Oh, yeah, here's the thing. I, the mystery kids. They've gone up so many times against these random ass dudes, but none of these guys have specifically tried to kill them. And that's the thing. Uh, and the thing that gets kids, the thing that gets them killed in these horror movies is when they split up, right? Mm. That's the entire basis ah, of their plans. Fuck. That is the entire yeah. basis of the Mystery Inc.'s like, plans. Fred's just like, all right, we're going to split up. Me, me and right. Daphne are going to go fuck. You guys go look for clues. <laughs> oh, my well, God. And, like, the, the, like, there's, like, almost, like, a perfect relation to, like, horror movie tropes. Like, yeah. Shag and Scoob are going to go off to, like, smoke a blunt in the yeah. woods. And, like, they're, like, they're, Shag's going to be like, like, Scoob, I found this great spot over on the other side of the lake we gotta go over there and smoke well hold on the first people to die would be uh fred and daphne because it's always the fucking ones that get killed first That's yeah true. and and velma figures it out halfway through like yeah. velma yeah. velma starts to go look for shaggy and scooby and accidentally stumbles on fred fred and like daphne is like running away and she sees like a, sh- a shadowy figure chasing daphne and yeah. by the time she gets to daphne all she sees is daphne's dead body yeah Bug. and like 
holy fuck. No, yeah, you guys have convinced me, Jason. Yeah, yeah no, just... Daphne's still, like, alive at this point, and then Velma's like, what happened? And Daphne's like, Fred is dead! Yep. And then she dies. And, yeah, like, like and then, like, half, like, at the, at the very end of the movie, like, it looks like Velma has the upper hand. Like, yeah. she, like, she, like, manages to, like, like, she's smart. She manages right. to, like, kind of set up a scenario, like, she rigs up, like, a gas tank or something, and, like, Jason's chasing her through the, te- like, the fucking campsite and like she trips a trip wire and he fucking catches on fire and she goes around and she's like we're gonna see who this really is and she goes to pull off his mask and there's another hockey mask oh and no it's, he's jason fucking Voorhees. he stands oh, up and just stabs her because <laughs> no. they're, they're all they're Wait. all used to like these guys that are like oh no you got me oh you set me on fire i'm a regular ass person and i'm dead this is jason Voorhees. okay th- i think this is what would happen i think this is what would happen i think everything you said up to that point would happen i think uh Voorhees would go to stab velma but then scooby would jump out of nowhere tackle jason Voorhees, and then scooby would be like velma run out of here and then velma would be like no scoop we gotta we, we gotta get out of here together and scooby would be like he already he got Raggy. I have nothing to rip for. Oh my god. Raggy <laughs> rolled him back forever. <laughs> yeah. And then Velma would be the only... Velma would escape. Velma would be the only survivor and then yeah. she would star in Scooby-Doo the Mystery Machine Gang 2 where they... where she ends up in a horrible nightmare cult religious thing in the middle of nowhere and it gets really bad reviews. It's just not as good as the first one. Yeah. It's, yeah. I think... Yeah. Yeah, I think that if you if anybody envisions a scenario without everyone dying except for Velma and she walks away from the lake at sunrise limping into the horizon, you're wrong. Like that's just how it ends. That's just it. So yeah. I guess that means that Mystery Inc. takes it. Well, okay. Well, now see now you guys now you guys definitely got me with like I think that most of them would die. I think that Velma would live though. But the question is wait, wasn't the question can they unmask um, him? The Mystery Gang are their classic Scooby-Doo Where Are You versions. They're equipped with whatever they can find in their cabin in the back of the Mystery Machine. It doesn't say that they all have to live, but it also doesn't say that, like, it doesn't give any, like, qualifiers. So I guess, like... So maybe... I thought it was, like, can they take him down? So maybe let's not declare a winner, Mm -hmm. but I think that we all agree that Velma makes it out alive. Yeah, Velma makes it out alive. I think Velma would make it out alive. I think that... I think Scooby would make it out alive for this reason. I think Scooby would save Velma. Jason would get just like shove scooby off him scooby knowing that his friends are dead or escaped would unleash the Don't primal fucking rage what oh never mind thought you were gonna go super saiyan scooby for a second Keep no no <sighs> marcus no no, no pretend like i didn't say how, how do you think so little of me <laughs> Keep um, going. scooby would unleash all the primal rage uh of like fucking his fucking primal desires and uh scooby would realize scooby would see that daphne did him a favor scooby would see stabbed into jason Voorhees' neck is one scooby snack <laughs> shit and scooby's eyes would go red and Holy scooby shit. would lunge for jason Voorhees' fucking neck and fucking rip that shit out and Holy say God. ruby 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 oh! <laughs> I'm glad this turned into a Mortal Kombat fight right <laughs> okay. at the end. Exactly. And then Scooby uh, Scooby would uh, finally reach Velma. Velma would have, like, passed out somewhere far away. And Scooby would, like, take it upon himself to get Velma to safety. And then Velma would wake up and be like, oh, Scooby, you saved me. How'd you do it? And Scooby would be like, I don't know who I am anymore. <laughs> and, and she'd be like, the self soul-searching journey. She yeah. would say, Scooby, why is your coat yellow? And he would say, Rivers ended past the Super Saiyan. (laughs) (laughs) I got a new bit. You do? I got a new bit. What's your new bit? Check this out. Welcome to Watch It or Botch It. So this is how this is going to work. I'm going to describe to you guys my pitch for a sequel in a series of movies. Okay. (laughs) And then you're going to tell me if 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 it's botched. It's bad, or if you would watch it. You would okay. sit through, you would go to the theater, pay $10, and watch this movie. All right. So here we go. Mike Wazowski becomes the number one top comedian at Monsters, Inc., and becomes famous in Monstropolis. Jesus. He goes on, like, late-night shows with Monster David Letterman and, like, nice, nice, <laughs> meets nice. Monster Stephen Colbert and all this other <laughs> shit, right? But in his fame, 
he started to forget about Sully and Boo. Boo also makes a reappearance in this movie. Uh, I, I see it kind of taking place maybe like two years after the first Monsters. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So she's um, a little bit more like capable. Yeah, she's a little older, yeah. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And so like he just becomes like this massive fucking dick. And so like Sully and like Boo are like trying to like get back into his life. And I call it Monsters Inc. Two. That's it. That's it. That's, That's it. Oh, okay, Monsters okay, Inc. Two. Okay. Um, honestly, botch it. See, this is one of those things where I think they might actually make that movie. <laughs> yeah, it's a little it too close, so but it'd be bad. really bad, huh? Yeah, That's, it'd be so yeah, bad. Yeah, 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 Naming yeah. it just Monsters, Inc. 2 is too much. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what they fucking name it. And also, like, like you can do that with some some movies. Like, you can do the, like, oh, like, the main character just kind of becomes a main major dick. But, like, yeah. Yeah. they always had the vestiges of being a dick in them the whole time. Yeah. And like, I mean, while Mike Wazowski is that. one of those people, yeah, he has that. Overcoming that to become a wholesome person is like the whole point of the first movie. Also, and just doing that would just fucking like, what's the point, man? Yeah. <laughs> also, I think Mike Wazowski is not lovable enough for people to stay loyal yeah. to him. Yeah. Yeah. You he's know? no Woody. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. He's no Buzz Lightyear. Exactly. He's a fucking little green. Chach, like okay. 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 Well, now, I don't That's think that anybody would stay like. loyal lo- loyal to him. But if you if you're trying to tell me that Mike Wazowski's not a lovable character, get the fuck out of my face. Oh, I mean, like he is lovable, but like yeah, yeah. he is not on the level of like some other like Pixar like wholesome. Yeah, fucking. He's, he reminds me a lot of like George Costanza. Yeah, sure. I'm just saying, Mike Wazowski. Um, I'm just saying, <laughs> Mike Wazowski. Yeah, you have to do it now too, Tommy. Mike Wazowski. Yeah, there you go. Sure. There we go. Um, I'm just saying, Mike Wazowski, lovable, sure. Um, but I, I would just buy it so hard that Mike Wazowski became an asshole. Yeah. You know, I would just buy it so hard, and I would immediately say, "Fuck you, Mike Wazowski! How dare you do this to fucking Jake Sully?" You know? Yeah. I would feel so bad. It was, His name's I not would Jake feel Sully. bad for like the first James three quarters Sully. of that movie. Yeah, I don't know and why the reconciliation would just fucking not be enough for me. I would sit there and be like, no, you guys shouldn't forgive him for this. Yeah. Yeah. He, he learned all his lessons in the first movie and then shitted on all your lives. Yeah. yeah. No, Fuck yeah, him. I definitely agree that it'd be a botch. All right. You guys ready for my second one? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. The year is 2019. Mm-hmm. Set in the current year. Yeah. Uh, camera pants slowly above a graveyard. It's nighttime. Mm-hmm. Um, it's raining. And Michael J. Fox playing Marty McFly leans against a tree Fuck. and slowly <laughs> and slowly raises cig- a cigarette to his lips while holding an umbrella, looking at the grave of Jennifer Parker. Jennifer Parker McFly, his his now lost wife. Oh no. Um, God. He's back at home. His kids are out of the house. It's just Marty. He's looking through his fucking photo albums and Doc died like a number of years ago. And you see, like, a newspaper headline, like, on the count- coffee table that says, like, Jennifer McFly murdered, whatever, however old. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, and so, like, Marty's just sitting there just getting, like, loaded on, like, whiskeys. And then appearing in the doorway is Doc Brown. <laughs> and Doc says that he wants to take Marty back in time to find out who killed Jennifer. And I imagine it being, like, not a gritty reboot, but a gritty sequel. The fourth... The fourth installment <laughs> yep, of Back yep. to the Future, Back to the Future Four, all out of time. I would watch. watch it. I would watch out of that shit. Oh my god, that's like fucking Taken meets Back to the Future. Right, yeah. that's, that's what the third one should have been. Hilarious. Yeah, I agree. That's what the third one should have been. Yeah, that one. Is, that's actually really good. Holy fuck. Holy shit. I imagine it in like Breaking Bad style. Yeah. You know, oh. Where like Marty's like super into coke now. Yeah. Shit. But like, there's also really cool bits where like through the whole movie like the killer is probably something that somebody that's like super close to marty and he as he and doc are tracking him he sees himself like and who he's become through the whole movie this old man holy shit like there's that's really good like not even on a goof level that's just like fuck it that's good choice movie stuff dude yeah and like because the whole thing of back to the future too is like doc comes back because he's like marty we gotta do something about your kids they're fucking assholes Mm -hmm. and so like whenever Doc went to that future to, like, see, like, what happened, you know, like, Doc, you know, bounces around all the entire time continuum. And so, like, he tries not to go to the future. I think they've said that before. But, Mm -hmm. like, he goes to the future, knows that while, like, that Jennifer dies and that, like, Marty just, like, is a fucking shithead. And so the reason that he comes from the past to the present to help Marty save Jennifer is to help Marty save himself. Oh, no. Yeah. 
Oh, oh man, man, oh. I just got goosebumps. Total watch it, dude. Yeah, total, total watch it. Back to Future Four, all out of time. Fucking, fucking green light that shit. Oh my god, that's fucking good. That's good. <laughs> all right, you guys ready for the next one? Yeah. Uh huh. Okay, Rocky eight. Rocky gets a vasectomy. <laughs> okay, it's watch like, it. <laughs> is this like? I really hope it's not botch it. I really, no, really hope it. that this vasectomy is not botch. You cannot do a watch it, but the vasectomy is botch. But like. Is like, is the whole movie like leading up to Rocky? Like, it's just like filmed like a shitty YouTube video, like vlog. It's like, yo guys, what's up? It's me, Rocky. Back at you, four-time winner champion. I'm here to go get my balls cut off. No, 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 no. It's like this. It's like this. It's fucking like a serious thing because you know Rocky's been living his life. He has kids, and it's about his like uh, familial issues with his kids and his wife. He feels like he just can't relate to them enough mm-hmm. at this point, and he's trying to like bring back the times with his wife. With Adrian, <laughs> dude. Yeah, with me. I can see a scene where he goes to the doctor's office, and um, the doctor's like, "Oh, Mister Balboa, like, uh, you'll, you'll, <laughs> like, this procedure's gonna go off without a hitch. I've done this many times." And Rocky's gonna say, "It's not about how many balls you've chopped off. It's about how many times you can get your balls chopped off and stand back up." <laughs> Watch it. Watch it. Watch Rocky the shit out of that. That's a watch it for sure. Now this one, this one, I think actually might come to fruition one day. Okay. Whenever Disney's running out of ideas, so it's a live action movie where kid is like maybe thirteen, growing distant with his parents, right? And they're like, oh, like you used to love Mickey Mouse, don't you want to like go to Disney World with us? And he's just like, no, fuck you, mom. I want to stay home and play Xbox. Mm-hmm. So then like he is in his room. And he finds his old, like, Mickey Mouse, like, DVD or, like, uh, VHS and mm-hmm. pops it in. And then, like, fucking Mickey Mouse comes out of the TV. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And he's just like, hey, Jake, I've heard you've been a little asshole. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. There's two directions. <laughs> Hold on. Speak. Wait, Tommy, you got to do an impression. Oh, yeah. He needs a body for his heart. Oh, my God. <laughs> Riku, we can get the replicants to give him a body. <laughs> Not Kingdom Hearts. All right. Uh, hi everybody! Uh, uh, I heard this kid's been an asshole. I'm gonna go all, all live action on you, motherfuckers. <laughs> okay, that's actually that's a pretty good really Mickey. Good. Dude. Yeah, I have a good Mickey. Uh, you know, it's okay. my only good impression. I've been waiting for this moment for a really long time. I gotta say. Okay, this movie can either be a reimagining of those lovable, like cartoon meets real life films, where it's like it's kind of like Space Jam, where like the cartoons are still cartoons. Yeah, but. Like, it's real life. Maybe the kid's the only person that can see oh, Mickey Mouse. And, like, ah. Mickey Mouse kind of has to, has to, like, help him find, like, the childlike wonder in everything once again. Okay. As opposed to, like, waiting for Gears of War 4 to come out. Whenever that's going to happen. See, right. in that or, case... Or, one second. We can dis- debate the differences in these in a second. <laughs> okay. Mickey Mouse comes out as a horrible CGI animated... <laughs> garbage monstrosity like the black parts are just like that weird sonic the hedgehog fur and like is like the pale part is like his beer belly and (laughs) sagging nipples and he's just and he's got this like horrible contorted like crusty face but he still has that like like fucking voice fuck both of those are fantastic okay okay okay, i would watch both of those movies in a heartbeat hold on a second I want to say two things, and then I'm going to follow up with a third thing. One, if it was the first one, I would never watch that shit. That sounds fucking terrible. I would not want a fucking cartoon Mickey like Space Jam. No fucking way. If it's fucking CGI, beer belly, Mickey. Saggy <laughs> nipped Mickey. Saggy nipped Mickey. I would oh, watch the hell out of that shit. Nick Mickey. <laughs> Oh, that would be like the spiritual success. He comes out and his fur's all matted. It's <laughs> <just> like that's <laughs> like the spiritual su- successor to like uh, what was that fucking movie uh, the, with the teddy bear? Ted Paddington. Yeah, Paddington. <laughs> that's like the spiritual successor to Paddington Bear. Um, third, Jesus. you're forgetting about uh, one possible way they could do it, and that is in the style of the old Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies. Where oh no, on. where it's like just a dude, but he's got a Mickey Mouse head <laughs> he's on. He's got a fucking oh, no. Mickey Mouse head on. No, that would that be fucking. Exactly... That's Five Nights at Freddy's bullshit. No. Oh man. I think we're all agree on botch it. Yeah. 
I, oh, come on. I, I would watch. I would watch the CGI one just for how bad it would be. Yeah. Right. But I would not watch the others. Maybe, maybe the childlike wonder one if it's good enough. All right. La- last one. Last one. It's Hundred Acre Wood. Camera pans down to that classic like. And it's rabbits garden and all of the denizens of hundred acre wood are gathered around uh this newly digged up patch of soil okay uh and there on a cross scrawled out in backwards letters because none of these fucks can spell is christopher robin's name oh my god and winnie the pooh holds up a cigarette to his mouth oh my god and doc brown appears in the doorway (laughs) (laughs) winnie the pooh all out of time I would watch. You're on that. a very uh, Back to the Future kick with these. It's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> I would watch that. I would watch that, uh, oh but not God. in theaters. I would no. I would actually watch it in theaters. I would watch that shit in theaters. Yeah, that's actually See, pretty good. Okay, this this movie idea brings me to the idea that I have had for a hundred billion years for movies and that there should be two kinds of movie theaters. There should be the regular theaters where everybody goes in and they sit down and the lights get turned off and like everybody expects you to be quiet and you're supposed to have your cell phone turned off and if you speak louder than this, some fuck three rows back is going to throw his popcorn at your head and call you a fucking shithead and tell you to get out of the theater. Well, to be fair, you should because you are. Or... There should be fucking loud people movie theaters. There should be movie theaters where there's like there's like seven tables and they're all kind of like round and like the lights get dimmed a little bit, but it's basically like a big home theater. That's so called you, your own fucking living room. You bring room, Tommy. a whole bunch a of fucking friends and they get they have like vending machines in there and they have like some snack things and some drinks and you guys can just go to fucking town just like look at this fucking shithead because then the bad movies would have a purpose. Like, you would have a reason to go to the theaters and see a movie you knew was going to be bad because you could go with a bunch of friends and you wouldn't have to clean up your fucking house, get ready, get, like, some snacks prepared and everything. You wouldn't have to, like, Billy Bob shithead wouldn't forget, like, all the PBR and, like, you wouldn't have a fucking dry movie night. It would be, like, you would get there and it'd be like, look, we've got our vending machine with, like, like all the different kinds of chuggable beer you could have so you don't fucking, like... Like, you can just I was, do some shit. I was already sold on this, but then when you said vending machine beer, I was even more sold. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. How about you stay the fuck home, go out and buy the beer yourself, tell your fuckhead friends to bring their own damn snacks, because you're going to be munching on your own damn Cool Ranch Doritos all night, well, and they can suck off. Well, see, here's, the, here's the thing, Sam. Is like if you, whenever you invite a friend over to, or like whenever you invite friends over to the movie, the, inev- inevitably, even if you're like it's bad movie night, there's gonna be someone who wants to watch the movie. That's just like how it is. And so then, even if there's one person out of eight who wants to actually watch the movie, if you start talking over it, then you're a dickhead. Yeah. But in loud movie theater, in loud movie theater, that's that is the, the point. expectation. If you want to watch the movie, then everybody's like, then why are you here, dude? Yeah. Like, like the movie is mainly there to provide a source of comedy for you all to make fun of. So you're saying you would pay, you would pay a movie theater ticket price plus the amount it costs to drink in a movie theater. I'm talking $8 for a fucking beer. You would get wasted in a movie theater paying upwards of 50 to 60, $75 a person for all of you to get drunk now, wait a at a fucking movie theater just to have your, just so you don't have to clean up your fucking house. Okay, no, I don't think that okay. it would be that. Why bad. don't you just tell your friends, "Hey, <laughs> we're gonna put on this movie. It's bad movie night. We are not actually watching it. I don't give a fuck. If you want to specifically watch this movie, do it at home before you come." The atmosphere. Okay, but compare that, like, like compare that outing to a bar. You go to a bar. You spend a shit ton of money to get drunk. You have to watch fucking football jesus christ (laughs) holy shit i would rather stare at nicholas cage's face for four hours any day than watch tom brady's shitty ass drag another pigskin across 50 yards of turf (laughs) listen listen i can go to fucking two dollar tuesdays get fucking four shots and i'm fine that's eight fucking bucks plus like four or five bucks for a tip that's less than fifteen dollars i've spent tonight to get fucking well enough to feel good about myself. Tim, you're you're implying here that loud movie theater 
One. It's a bad <laughs> idea. I am not implying anything. I'm saying specifically that it's a bad idea. No, Tommy. They will not have two dollar Tuesdays. You just got your first you investor, make dude. loud movie theater. Yeah, you know it. I'm so in. I'm so yeah. in a loud movie theater. I have a submission for you guys. Play it on me. Uh, this one comes from at McLoudy420. Thank you, at McLoudy420. And it is Clippy, the fucking paperclip from MS Office, versus the worm from Bookworm Adventures. I think his name is Lex or something. You guys know what like I'm talking lexicon, about. Like yeah. Lexicon, oh, yeah. Yeah, Lexicon, yeah. The, the, How clever. The, the worm. Mm-hmm. So, Clippy versus the worm. Lex. What? Lex is educational. Lex knows more shit. Clippy is going to say the same three things over and over again. Clippy's a shapeshifter. Oh, fuck. He, like, all of his little animations are him, like, morphing into, Can like... he turn into a worm? Yes, he's a yeah, regular worm. like, his, like, open-up animation is he, like, slithers in, and then the eyes pop up, and, like, he reconstructs himself. Oh, shit, he also has that piece of, like, legal pad that uh, acts kind of like, um, Flying Nimbus from Dragon oh, Ball. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, Clippy's a Super Saiyan. Wait. No, Is, Cl- no, is Clippy no. pure of heart? Because <laughs> only people pure of heart can fly on Clippy Flying Nimbus. Clippy is definitely pure of heart. I, I think he's, I think he's pure of law which i think the legal pad is more concerned with. <laughs> okay 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 i know you guys think clippy would win i started uh-huh. off thinking clippy would win however i will have to take lex because sell me on lex this is the thing about lex uh clippy's a paperclip right yep uh lex is a worm yeah um and here's the thing when it comes to little pieces of metal <laughs> and here's the and fucked worms. up part about worms <laughs> no listen listen here's the thing when it comes to pieces of metal and worms uh, I'm sure you all guys. I'm sure you guys have gone fishing before, right? Oh uh-huh. fuck! I see where you're going. You with guys this. have put a worm on a hook, dropped it into the water. Uh, you know, usually the fish eats the worm, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've never put a smart worm down there. <laughs> smart worm uh, switches himself or herself with the hook. Fish eat hook. Worm escape. Fish eat hook. Fish <laughs> eat hook. Worm escape. <laughs> I'm still stuck on smart worm. Like, now smart I agree. Worm. I agree that Lex is a Lex smart worm. Lex is smart worm. But okay. the way that you say that makes it seem like it's like something like like a like a smart home device. Yeah, like, yeah, like, you, can, you can you can hook smart worm up to your your Google Home and your Alexa. Smart worm. Kill smart Clippy. worm. What's the weather? <laughs> smart worm. Smart worm. What's the weather? That's what I'm gonna name my Alexa from now on. Smart worm. Um, listen. Uh, Lex, <laughs> I'm not done with Smart Worm. <laughs> smart Worm, what's, what should I watch on Hulu? Smart oh. Worm, kill that fucking paperclip. <laughs> smart Worm, kill the lights. It's sex time. Oh my god. <laughs> smart Worm, take the dog out for a walk. <laughs> smart Worm, intruder alert. Uh, see, you see what I'm saying about Smart Worm now? Yeah. Smart Worm <laughs> is so fucking smart. Smart Worm knows exactly what you're thinking. Smart Worm knows you're putting Smart Worm up against Clippy. Clippy. This dumb little paperclip. A dumb little paperclip that Smart Worm has had their eye on for yeah. so long. Clippy? More like shitty. Exactly. I'm, d- I'm, I'm, d- I'm down with Smart Worm. I was down yeah. with Lex at the beginning. The shape-shifting thing kind of threw me through a loop for a second. Made me waver. Yeah. But Smart Worm, though... Think of all the apps. Right. I think this comes down to the case of if you're playing a video game and someone who's like an experienced gamer at this game who knows all the intricacies, uh, you can put them at any kind of handicap and they're still going to beat someone who's new to the game. Uh, So, Smart Worm, is it open source? Can I like make programs for Smart Worm? Or is it only like Apple, like iOS It only runs on... uh... Bookworm Adventure, the whatever code they used to program Bookworm Adventure. Fuck. Yeah, okay. if you know the code, then you can do it, but not for ever, the layman. The layman cannot do it. Okay, I gotcha. I'm still privatized smart apps. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Um. Can I hook my smart worm up to an Arduino and like train it to shine a laser in my eye or some shit like that? Like, <laughs> um, you can hook your smart worm up to your Nintendo Switch and get free amiibos. Oh, hell. I'm oh, taking Smart shit. Worm. Yeah. Holy fuck. How um, does that even work? Does it, like, 3D print them? No, it's, it's, well, it's not free Amiibos. It's more like you can, you can make your Smart Worm uh, mirror the codes for the Holy Amiibos. Shit. It, com- it comes with a changeable My RFI. Smart Worm just lets me bootleg Amiibos? Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Um, you can hook up your Smart Worm to your toilet, and Smart Worm can act as a bidet. Um, you can hook your Smart <laughs> Worm. <laughs> 
you can hook your smart worm up to your freezer and smart worm will tell your ice maker to stop making ice when it becomes full oh shit that's like worth a hundred dollars like already <laughs> like uh you can hook your smart worm up to the thermostat and smart worm will annoy your roommates with how hot it is whenever you're not there but will set it to a perfect temperature when you are there oh my god oh, you can no. you can have smart worm Attached to your old shitty Guitar Hero guitar where the whammy bar is broken and it'll be a new whammy bar. Yeah. You can stick Smart Worm in your computer and it'll just replace your current graphics card. Um, You can stick Smart Worm up your butt and Smart Worm will make you orgasm three times a day. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Next goof. <laughs> next bit. Oh, um, my God. Tommy. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I've already used up like my, my mind journey juice uh-huh. is still on cooldown so Fair. we've uh we're, we're just gonna take this one from the top there's a big open field and we've got all the gold medalists from the summer olympics in their respective categories so we've got the gold medalist for archery we've got the gold medalist for tennis we got all that shit um basically like pretty much just the best person in their field at that one thing okay and they have all their equipment and everything like that but who wins in a bloodlusted battle to the death? It's like a free-for-all. Everybody's got their equipment. Who wins? Now, there's a lot of things. So, But I, I went ahead and searched up the list of the Summer Olympics. Okay. And I went ahead and pulled up some some people that might have a bit more of an advantage than, say, the fucking uh, uh, kayaking team. Sure. Um, so, we've got the gold medalist at archery. He's got projectiles okay um and he's a fucking practiced archer i think fencing or shot put's gonna take it we've got fencing uh we've got equestrian so we've got a cavalry person we've got boxing we've got quite a few hand-to-hand sports we've got judo karate uh taekwondo and then uh we've got wrestling and then we have a few um from out of left field we've got the rugby players are the rugby oh, player? Oh fuck! The rugby players are gonna fucking take it. We've got no, we've got the gym, the gymnastics gym, 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 gym ones. They're so um, fragile. The ones with two gymnastics. No, gymnasts um, are too fragile. We've got we do have fencing. Um, oh, we've got beach volleyball, and we know those motherfuckers can hit a ball so hard it knocks Ooh, your dang head off. That's fair. Okay, Tommy, I will say you're throwing a lot of stuff at me right now. Yeah. Uh, the only ones I remember are rugby, uh, beach volleyball. Uh, karate, archery, 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 dude. I'm so taking archery. I feel like I feel like beach volleyball is gonna take it. Oh, there is shooting too. There's just like rifle shooting. Maybe leave out guns, cause like yeah, yeah maybe no guns. guns. Yeah, yeah. The shooting guys like all show up with their guns and their bullets and everything, and then the rugby guys are like, uh, uh-uh, uh, yeah, you cannot. And they're yeah. like, oh, damn. Maybe <laughs> yeah. next year. And then they go home. Um, this because- is the new Olympics. This is Olympics 2.0. <laughs> yeah, um, I think the beach volleyball uh, people are going to take it because exactly. because archery fuckers shoots arrows at them. They hit it out of the air. Mm-hmm. They you can't you that you can't do that. They yeah, hit, no, they jump up in the air so they don't get hit, and then they spike the arrow down to the ground, and then they pick it back up and throw it back at them. What is, is this fucking Mario? Well, Kittis okay, aces? hold on a second. Actually, this is what would happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing that Tommy just said, except for when they spike it, they only hit the tip, and so it just does. <laughs> it just turns oh, around and goes You're right saying back that if you hit the tip of an arrow in midair and it does a 180, no. that the momentum's gonna reverse. Listen, yeah. you yeah. have to know specifically the angle to hit it at, and I feel like someone who plays beach volleyball <laughs> is gonna know how to fucking do that. <laughs> He's gonna know how to flip an arrow. He's gonna know how to fucking do that. <laughs> He's gonna know how to fucking do that. Um, there's, okay, well, if we're working on these rules, maybe the table tennis guys take it, because they can just, like, deflect everything they got little paddles that do that Ooh. oh yeah i'm shit. taking table tennis there's well, nothing see, tennis and tennis that comes down to immovable object versus unstoppable force no never once has it came to that no it comes down to it right now no it doesn't no, no. see the tabletop tennis the table tennis guys they are the immovable object because they have the paddles that can deflect everything uh-huh and then the beach volleyball people are the unstoppable force because they can uh hit anything into the ground yeah um anything <laughs> Anything, even your dick. <laughs> they can <laughs> knock your dick in the dirt. The rugby players come up, they jump up, like, the beach volleyball players jump up in the air, the rugby players jump to meet them, and then they just slap their dick off, and they're like, well, I can't play anymore. <laughs> yes, yes, I gotta exactly. go home. Mom said it's time to go home, and I'm taking exactly. my dick with me. <laughs> um, beach volleyball is going to destroy table tennis because 
table tennis is kind of like the PP version of beach volleyball. Fuck off, dude. Because fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> it's just beach volleyball on a smaller scale. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like. You, but what about regular tennis? Tim, I wouldn't. Tim? No, we'll see. Okay, see. I t- wouldn't expect a fucking coward like you to understand the intricacies <laughs> of tabletop tennis, dude. With a D twenty. When was the last <laughs> time you played tennis. table tennis, Marcus? Yesterday. That's a lie. No, yeah. it's not. Marcus and I got out our paddles and our character sheets, uh, and yep. we rolled up our stats. <laughs> We're not talking about fucking D and D. Yeah, and see, no, like it's I tabletop fucking, tennis. Tabletop Tim. tennis. I, I hit the I, I hit the D twenty at Tommy, and I got a point, and I said, "Yep, plus five to hit." Shit, you guys are fucking nerds. <laughs> we 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 did Summer Olympics, and I want us to take a short secondary ch- look. What about the Winter Olympics? Curling takes it every time. Curling, yeah. Shit. Curling is the only Winter Olympic sport that matters. Curling, and I quote me on this, take it to the bank. Curling is the only Winter Olympic but sport that what matters. What about bobsled team? Nope. Ooh. Nope. Bobsled team. Nope. nope. Bobsledders. Nope. Curling. No. Running. Okay, I'm gonna have to take. I'm gonna have to take three, and that's that's curling, bobsled, and um. Uh, fucking Sean White snowboarding 1080 on the N64. No, you guys are, you guys, you guys are so wrong. You guys are so wrong. It's so sad. I, I'm going to, I'm going to let you sit there and soak in that, Tim, because I don't give a shit what you have to say. (laughs) I fucking love bobsledding and I love Sean White's 1080 snowboarding on the N64. So you can t- you can take that negative attitude, put it in a bag, put it in the freezer, Marcus, and reheat it in the I'm morning. Not, this dude. is not even a negative attitude. Give it, give it smart worm. Marcus, listen. Yeah, you can feed that shit to smart worm for Marcus, all I care, dude. I, we don't have to get emotional about this. We can just talk about what's true and what's not. Okay, and yeah, here he comes, true. dude. All right, and Tim yeah. <laughs> don't care about your feelings. Yeah, dude. Tim's, Tim's out here with the fucking. Your argument's invalid because I'm not yelling right now. I'm speaking listen, in a calm Marcus, voice, dude. This is listen, simply true. Marcus. The fact of the matter is. Is that curling is the only one that matters. Now, I understand. You hear something, Tommy? I don't hear shit. You know, you might have nostalgia for the others. I mean, you know, sure. Marcus, maybe maybe you like bobsledding, but that doesn't make it good. Okay? I think you have to separate your own feelings from the facts. Tim, I I happen to know a few people who would love to talk to you about that. And they go by the name Olympic Committee. (laughs) Um, Oh, wait, wait a second. I just got an email from them. The Winter Olympics this year is only going to have curling. <laughs> Maybe okay, you're right, Tim. Shit. Oh heck, I guess dude. Tim, get, Tim got us good on that one, huh? Also, I just got the script for Cool Runnings too, bringing the bobsled back to the Olympics. Fuck. Watch it or botch it. <laughs> <laughs> watch that shit. Watch it every watch time. It. Okay, watch it every yeah. time. Barkus, I got a question for you. Who'd make the better DEA agents, the boxcar children or Link from The Legend of Zelda? Oh my god. Okay, what what is the DEA? The DEA is the Drug Enforcement Agency. So, oh my god. And here's here's my thinking, right? Uh Boxcar Children cuz they're children detectives. Link from Legend of Zelda cuz he's really good at going into strangers' homes and breaking all their shit. Holy Not only fuck. That, he's really good at solving puzzles. Yes. Like he like literally that's like half those games, just yeah. solving puzzles. And the other half is tracking down the next thing you got to take. To this other place to solve more puzzles. Yeah. So if like if the reason I chose Link is because like if someone's hiding like their weed in like a coffee can, yeah, then Link's gonna find it like or easy a, or yeah. a jar in the current corner of your house. Yeah. yeah. Or or they have like this whole separate room of their house where they've got all these blocks set up and mm-hmm. then t- you have to like push them into a. You specific... have to kick them in different yeah, orders. You have to yeah. Kick yeah, them in different yeah, orders yeah. and you can't open it unless you have a specific item. Yeah. So but Link's Link, so he has all the items. Exactly. And so yeah, he just yeah. solves the puzzle. And then there's like the da na na na. It's like you found the cocaine, and yeah. like the door opens up, and there's just this vault full of bricks. <laughs> you found fifty pounds of black tar heroin, <laughs> <laughs> and the, the guy like just scuffs his foot and goes shucks. Yep. But oh, the boxcar children, they have so much experience. Um, they literally have solved over one hundred and fifty mysteries. Yeah. There's over one hundred and fifty books of the boxcar children. Now. I used to read those books. I really liked them. It started in the 1920s. Holy shit. Yep. This may come as no surprise, but I don't know what the fuck the boxcar children. Now are. I'm gonna be, let me, can I be honest with you guys? Uh-huh. Can uh, I want to? I'm gonna lift the curtains on this one real quick. I just wanted to use this goof to talk about how good of a DEA agent that Link would be, uh-huh. uh, and also to talk about how fucked up the boxcar children are because, like, in the original book, um, their mom and dad died at the very beginning, and 
Is that why they live in a boxcar? Yes, they live in a boxcar in the woods, and the older brother gets, like, a minimum wage job with the doctor, and the doctor, like, find like, the brother doesn't t- say anything, but the doctor finds out that they're living in a boxcar in the woods, uh, and just doesn't do shit about it, yeah. and, like, he knows their next closest relative and just doesn't do anything, yeah. because, quote, he didn't want to spoil their fun. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Yep. And so then whenever the sister gets deathly ill, the doctor's like, all right, enough fun and games. You guys have to go live with your grandpa now. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> it's just like so fucking wild. Gigs up, guys! Yeah, time to go home. Right, go see, home. as a kid, I never thought that was that strange. I, al- yeah. I was always just like, wow, that, that sounds about right. That's That's kind of the, like what they predicate all young adult novels on though yeah. like that's the reason that harry potter was so interesting when you were a kid and now there's a bunch of 25 year olds that are out there like oh well all these plot holes and uh, uh none of this makes sense and then jk rowling feels the need to go on twitter and be yeah. like hey did you know that uh dobby is an arsonist and sets buildings on fire <laughs> on the regular like oh my like, god just like fucking crazy shit that nobody ever needed because it was yeah. a children's book and now all the children are 25 and demand answers about everything yeah jk rowling is a product of the need of her shitty fans yep call out post um damn <laughs> i will say okay i feel like the boxcar children while they are they're detectives right you know they're, they're they're good they solve crimes yeah i feel like the time that they were brought up in is not conducive for the ability to find drugs because back then crimes were kind of just like you know you did them some people get punished for them some people don't it's <laughs> fine much more lenient on crimes than yeah, the 20s. yeah. They, well, i mean they well like this was, to be fair like yeah that's this is like post war on drugs so like it was uh, bad it's still illegal but like i feel like it wasn't yeah that's true yeah people Plus, only really cared if you did drugs if you were black yeah, um, that sounds about right. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, everyone else could kind of get away with anything. You know, kids could smoke cigarettes. Uh, yeah, that's shoot yeah, heroin. That's true. No it was, one really cared that much. It was an easier time. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Except for all the <laughs> for racism some people. and sexism <laughs> and homophobia. <laughs> right. Um. So, boxcar children. Dea. I'll say solid no. Link Dea. Hell yes. Hell yes. That would make the Dea so much more interesting. Well, it's exactly what they do right now. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Yeah, but like none of them have Deku leaves. Yeah. Could you imagine? Is your that de- what you call reefer, dude? Could you imagine? Could you imagine the <laughs> DEA agent like walking in your house, saying fucking nothing, walks through, like goes in your living room and sees like five pots, and he's like, and then pulls a boomerang out and hits all of them in a row, and then takes out the fucking leaf and just blows the dust around Jeez. until he finds oh all God. the shit. Like not speaking to you at all. You're like, why the fuck are you in my house? And if you try and like. Like, like, shake him or something. He pulls the fucking master sword on you and, like, crouches down. He's like, what do you want yeah. me to fight? Z yeah. targets you. Z targets you. Oh, my God. Yeah. And you're just like, where did this yellow radical come from? <laughs> and, then you, and then you hear, oh, hey! <laughs> and you're dead. And you're dead. There yeah. go all your hearts, bitch. Unless you're a chicken, in which case you will never die. Oh, yeah, that's true. All right, next Chickens next bit. are completely immune to the DEA now. <laughs> all right, Tommy, you got one? This Reddit question comes to us from Jay-Z the Man. And it's pretty straightforward. Um, you guys remember that one uh, that one uh, special on Nickelodeon where Jimmy Neutron and Timmy Turner crossed over? Jimmy Timmy the Power Jimmy Hour. Timmy Power Hour? That Jimmy one. Timmy Power yeah. Hour. One, two, or three? Uh, one. Nice. Sure. Yeah, Best okay. one. Okay. I sure. didn't realize it had more than one, but yeah, yeah one. so many. Um, so this is uh, kind of like the, the offset, offshoot special episode from that, um, where... Timmy's dad and Hugh Neutron run into each other. And fuck. They... And they fuck? <laughs> oh, God. No. God, no. For some reason, they are dropped into an arena in a fight to the death where there is no outside help and they are bloodlusted. Who wins? Timmy's dad. Oh. Mr. Turner absolutely takes it over Hugh. Are you sure? Why yes. do you say that? Because Hugh, Hugh has never done anything badass. Like, Hugh regularly trips... He has tripped over a dandelion. Versus Timmy's dad... Which has done a ton of badass shit. He's been a superhero before. He has mounted a battering ram to knock down Timmy's door. Um, I'm pretty sure he had a professional wrestling career for a while. There's also a whole like planet of Timmy's dads. Yeah. Just chilling Holy up shit. there. Yeah. Alright, let's just skip to round four. No, 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 round three. Because round three makes more sense. 
Timmy's dad has an unlimited supply of pencils and has a pencil, sharp, pencil sharpener that never breaks. And Hugh is fueled by a whole pie and has his duck statue. Holy shit. Mm, Hugh might take it. They're they're at their pretty much their most powerful for them each of their yeah. respective universes. Now, Timmy's dad is passionate about pencil pushing, right. but not near as much as Hugh is about pie and ducks. Yeah, mm. yeah. I think that Hugh would. I feel like pie is kind of like cocaine for yeah. Hugh, and ducks are kind of like uh, Hugh's. It's like on the top of like the hierarchy of needs. Yeah, like yeah. His, his hierarchy needs is fucked up as shit. Yeah. Um, the man puts aside two hours every day to work on his ducks, and that's canon. Do you yep. guys? Okay, this is kind of taking a weird diversion from this question. Do you guys remember like when there was this whole era where like pie was just like the funniest thing? Yeah, I remember that. Like, yeah, I remember especially that. Especially on the internet, and yeah. like there were T-shirts that said like "I love pie," and like. There was no context for it. There was no, like, video that the source, like, yeah. came from. There was not a quote. It wasn't, like, it was just, like, somebody cropped up and was, like, like, they fucking did market research analysis. And they're, like, what's the funniest, most random thing that we can think of that, like, nobody ever thinks of on a daily basis? Yeah. And they're, like, number one, pie. Number two, bacon. Number three, funny cats. And they're, like, well, yeah. everybody loves funny cats. Yeah. But pie and bacon, that'll do it. And yeah. then, like, they were, like, we'll roll out pie for, like, 2007 to 2009. And then from 2010 <laughs> to 2013, we're going to roll out bacon. And, like, that was it. Yeah. Well, waffles were in there somewhere, too. Oh, yeah. Pa- waffles were, like, precursor to pie, middle of pie kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. yeah. See, I, I, before I even knew that was an internet craze, it took me a while to get on the internet, guys. Um, I was so, I was one of those, like, LOL, so random. Oh, we, all were. we all were. We all were. We're going to make that admission right now because yeah. who fucking loves we were, it? We were all XD so random. Yeah. One of my first passwords was, I like pie. I feel like yeah. that was a very common password. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, that was one of my very first passwords was, I like pie. Um, I was one of those fuckers. And so I feel like Hugh Neutron would have the power of all of the people who were one of those people. <laughs> Fuck. When he eats pie, <laughs> like, and so he would fizz, he would absolutely destroy Timmy's dad if he <laughs> consumed a pie and got all that power. Jesus, Jesus Christ! Yeah, damn. Yeah. Okay. I think in just like a regular fight, Timmy's dad takes it. Yeah, Blood yeah, lusted yeah, yeah, with yeah. ducks and pies and pencils involved. Hugh. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. for sure. Especially if Timmy's dad is holding uh, the ducks. Dead. The ducks. And the pie and saying like, oh, you can't have these. Yeah, yeah. He would go nuts. Up. He would go fucking ballistic. He would go dude. fucking nuts. Yeah. Be fucking ridiculous. He'd open the eighth gate. I'm a lotus, you neutral. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Ultra this... instinct, Mr. Turner. Jim Jam, Holy... this is my final move. <laughs> hey, sugar burger, this is mine. <laughs> anyway. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's our last goof. We just want to say a special thanks to our producers, Jess Adams and Max Nolan Young, for editing this episode, designing our cover art, and being phenomenal people. You can find Max on Twitter, at Max and Young, and you can find Jess on Twitter, at AntlerGoth. Most importantly, we would like to thank all of you guys, our listeners, because without you, we wouldn't have a show to put on. Um, if you would like to submit a question, you can tag us or DM us on Twitter at VersusExtreme, or choose an email at VersusExtremeCast at gmail.com. Um... Just to let all of you guys know, we love your submissions. If you think you don't have good submissions, I promise you, you probably do, and we will probably love them. Just send them in, um, and we love seeing you guys' submissions. Yeah. Just about every time you guys have, like, fucking better ideas than half the shit we come up with. Right, yeah, so, like, yeah. It's, it, and it's really great shit, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can find more episodes of Versus Extreme on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get podcasts. We put out episodes every Tuesday. Uh, and please don't forget to rate and review and subscribe to us on iTunes. It really helps our algorithms. It also helps to subscribe on Spotify, and that's just one click. Um, but uh, a review is short and sweet and simple. It doesn't have to be this long paragraph or anything. Just uh, give us a rating and just just a few words of encouragement and say, like, we love this. Because it helps us get our goofs and gaffs into the ears of everybody else. And if you like this episode, please tell a friend. Uh, word of mouth is the best way to get new listeners, um, and we would love to share this thing that we're doing with you guys. 
Um, also, a little bit of Dryer Sock Productions news. I'm starting a new podcast soon. Uh, <gasps> yep, March 8th uh, will be the release date of True Combo. It's going to be a video game podcast uh, where I bring on guests and we talk about um, the design for video games and what we've been playing recently. Max Nellon Young is going to be my first guest and we're going to be playing Donkey Kong 64, talking about that and other games that we've been playing recently. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. March 8th, that's the release date. Teaser coming soon. Stay tuned. Um, boys, do you guys have anything else? I think that's everything. I think that's everything. I'm Marcus Driscoll. Good night, San Francisco. I'm Tommy Calhoun. It's me, Doc Brown. I'm here to help you make a podcast. (laughs) (gasps) Holy fuck. And I'm Tim, and I love you. Brought to you by Dryer Sock Productions. Pop that pizza pie in the oven, baby. We're about to start a podcast.